Wall fans, common sensors, podcast consumers, welcome to another exciting edition of Common Sense Sundays with Go Tell It to the Wall. This is episode 10, and I am your absolute favorite podcast host, the one and only Sean O'Rourke. And uh, yeah, 10 episodes in. It's This thing's still cooking along, and we're continuing it, uh, definitely until we're in a little better state as far as quarantine and everything. Uh, and then hopefully we will get, be getting back to the full go tell it to the wall episodes, uh, sometime soon. We'll, we'll see. It's who knows with, with everything that's going on. Uh, but of course for episode 10, we always kick things off with our social plugs. You can keep up with us during episodes, after episodes, four episodes, whenever you so please. And you can do that in multiple locations. We're currently live on Facebook, head to facebook.com slash go tell it to the wall. That's where you can find our live feeds. Keep up to date with, Pretty much everything that has to do with Go Tell It to the Wall, uh, Common Sense Sundays, the YouTube channel, all that good stuff. And of course, speaking of the YouTube channel, head over to YouTube, search Go Tell It to the Wall, subscribe to our channel. You're going to find all of the live feed videos posted up there. You're also going to find our beer reviews uh, posted up there, our parenting playlist, our mental health playlist, Mental Health Mondays. All Pretty much all the videos live on our YouTube channel, so make, so make sure you're subscribed uh, and, and checking those out there if, if that's something you're interested in. And of course, most importantly, all-encompassing of those things I just mentioned would be SeanOroarkLive.com. That is our official website. That is your one-stop shop for everything that is Go Tell It to the Wall and everything that is Sean O'Rourke Live. Uh, you're going to find links to those things I just mentioned, so even if you don't remember how to find things, although Facebook.com slash Go Tell It to the Wall seems pretty easy to remember, uh, you're going to have links right there. You're also going to find a link to our Patreon campaign. Uh, that's a, a place you can help us out financially. Uh, you can help us out with a dollar. You can help us out with $5. You can help us out with $10. You, however much you want, uh, that would be the place to do it. If you enjoy what you're hearing, uh, help to keep this studio running. Uh, every, like I said, I always say it, every little bit helps. And support any other artists out there uh, that you enjoy. Many of them, especially artists that don't have a huge name, like, you know, aren't aren't with a major network or anything, you're going to find them most likely on Patreon, so make sure you're, you're supporting uh, any artists that you love, uh, because especially in this day and age, everyone puts out stuff for free. This podcast is free. Go tell it to the wall. Uh, all the content for Go Tell It to the Wall is, is free. We don't even really have much sponsorship. And consider that when, when you think of all the other artists out there putting this stuff out out into the world for you, for your entertainment. Uh, help them out because uh, it, it, it's tough making a living as, as an artist, as a broadcaster, as a musician, all those things. And Patreon is a great place uh, to do that. Uh, I mentioned beer reviews. I swear, I swear, I swear, beer reviews are coming this week. They're actually done. I spent this past week uh, editing a bunch of new beer reviews. Some of them, I there's literally beer review videos that I have in, in, in the hopper that have been there for like a year. So I'm, I'm finally getting through all of it. There's new beer reviews going up uh, on the YouTube channel this week. So look forward to that, uh, especially because we're all kind of stuck at home still. So you maybe you're looking for a new new brew to try out, new beer. Uh, that's going to be a good place to to find some new ones, uh, especially if you're into craft brews and, and that kind of stuff. And uh, it, I, I always say this on the beer reviews uh, because I'm in Southern California, so a lot of stuff is, you know, Southern California based. Uh, so if you're in Southern California, you're going to be able to find most of those beers. A lot of them are nationwide, um, but unfortunately for those of you on the East Coast, I, I we haven't had a lot of beers from the East Coast lately, just because 
not having stuff shipped to me. Uh, so, so a lot of it is Southern California, but but hopefully you're able to find some some new tasty brews out of that. Uh, they are definitely no BS beer reviews. I, I'm not talking about all the craziness. I actually have a cousin who is a, a beer sommelier. Uh, I don't have that extensive knowledge. I just know what I like and what I dislike and what things taste like. A lot of likes in there. Yeah, sometimes it happens. I'm from Southern California, for the love of God. I, it's, it's like part of our language. See, I just did it again. Just did it again. All right, uh, still no webcams. For those of you that only listen to audio, this means nothing to you. Uh, but, but still no webcams available. I feel like I'm hitting the point where I'm, I'm going to have to call someone and, and like go meet in the back of a parking garage while they open their trunk and there's like, which one are you interested in? Like that, I, I feel like that's what it's going to take to get a webcam right now. They're, they're just non-existent. I've been checking uh, almost daily when I think of it and because they pop up, but then they're gone. They pop up, then they're gone. They pop up, then they're gone. My favorite is uh, I've been <laughs> like looking at Best Buy and, and most days because uh, Best Buy has them listed, they're more or less just sold out uh, pretty much everywhere. You cannot order them directly online from Best Buy to have it shipped to you, uh, but you can do store pickup. And <laughs> just about every time I go check, it's like, oh, there's n- none available within 250 miles of, of where you live. It's like, ah, oh, great. <laughs> i got to drive 300 miles uh, to get a webcam. It's ridiculous, absolutely ridiculous. Uh, but we will get one of those, and and fortunately, I I, I possibly have figured out the comment situation here, so we're actually gonna see the comments and stuff. So that that hopefully, uh, as people join, uh, we're we're gonna actually see those comments. So it is a little bit better, but we're we're working to get that webcam. It's so funny the quality difference. Uh, and apologies to those of you that only listen to the actual audio on the podcast and have zero interest in the in the videos. But the the video quality between uh, what we're doing for Facebook Live and, and what we do for the beer reviews and Mental Health Mondays and everything, it's astronomical, uh, the difference, because we just we need a better live feed setup. And that is coming uh, as soon as there's no longer a shortage on webcams. Ugh. That's what gets me, too. It's like, y'all just having Zoom calls. Like, you don't need the fancy streaming webcam that I'm trying to get my hands on. And I, I could get one, like, right now, but it's... It, literally a hundred to two hundred dollars more than it should cost because they're price gouging uh the ones that you actually can find so i'm just gonna nail one down and hopefully soon we'll have we'll have a better live feed set up in the studio here looking to do some more content with uh, something's not right studios and the problem is we can't do interactive content because my setup is just very very subpar compared to something not, something's not right studios uh live streaming setup so we're, we're working on that all right, very important. Before we move on to digital trends, uh, definitely the most important thing I will mention or talk about this week, and that is a very, 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 very happy anniversary to my amazing, beautiful wife, Diana. Uh, we celebrated our fifth anniversary yesterday on July 18th. That's right, five years of wedded bliss, uh, and, and I always, always need to take a moment to, uh, to, to point that out and, and give a very happy anniversary um, to my wife. Uh, and also to our on-air producers, Chris and Bridget Hassong. We share an anniversary. That's right. Uh, we absolutely share uh, the same wedding anniversary. They were, of course, stuck at home yesterday. And uh, my wife and I were, of course, stuck at home yesterday. Popped a bottle of champagne uh, and, and enjoyed ourselves a little. We actually ordered some takeout. We haven't had takeout in, in so long. Uh, finally ordered some takeout last night uh, to, to kind of celebrate our, our five-year wedding anniversary. 
really disappointing. I wanted to have a party. I've been planning for like a year or two, not planning the whole party, but I was planning, and, and not some big bash, like rent out a hall or anything, uh, but I really wanted to have a fifth anniversary party. Uh, so that's going to be coming down the pipe soon. Maybe we'll add that on Patreon. If you become a patron at a certain level, you can uh, come and attend my fifth anniversary party, which will probably happen closer to my sixth anniversary. Uh, and I will tell everyone out there, uh, I know this is going to sound silly and cliche. Uh, I, I will say if you're someone that's not married, you know, or you, you've thought about it, uh, it, it's not something to rush into by any means. Don't go out and just marry anybody you know, that, that you can live with. And in fact, my, my mother gave me great advice years ago, uh, and I actually included that in my vows. And she told me, don't marry someone you can live with. Marry someone you can't live without. And I'll tell you, as much as I say, don't rush into marriage, don't get married just to get married, don't get married just to have kids, D definitely don't get married because you think it's going to fix a relationship. It's not. It's not. Uh, but I will tell you, if you find the right person, marriage is is just the most amazing thing. Uh, on the face of the earth, probably second only to to parenthood, um, but it it is it is amazing as long as you find the right person. And I genuinely was one of those people. I did not think I was ever going to find the right person. My father used to say I was going to be a perpetual bachelor, uh, which is something <laughs> they called uh, same sex people in in the seventies. Like, oh, he's a perpetual bachelor. Like, <laughs> yeah, no, uh, more just because I wasn't going to get married. And I'm going to pull the Seinfeld quote. Not that there's anything wrong with that. It was just funny because it was like, yeah, I'm probably not going to get married. My mother used to get mad at my father. Like, no, no, he's getting married. He's getting, I don't know, ma. We'll see. Uh, but most importantly, happy anniversary to to my beautiful, amazing wife. And happy anniversary to Chris and Bridget Hassong, uh, who have helped to grow and, and keep this, this go-tell-it-to-the-wall empire running on a weekly basis. All right, some digital trends. Uh, apparently today is National Ice Cream Day. I get so confused by this. The, the days mix up with me, and I think part of my, and it's not my problem, uh, it, it's part of the confusion that I get with social media is I obviously have a lot of friends, family too, you know, in the United States. Uh, I also have a ton of friends in the UK. And so when things start popping up in my feeds, I'm like, wait, what day is, what's going on here? Uh, it's always interesting. So I believe today is National Ice Cream Day. Of course, now that I'm saying that, uh, hashtag National Ice Cream Day, it's not international. So I, I don't know. It, it was either, to, it's either today or it was yesterday. Nonetheless, this is the, the, the ice cream industry's way of getting you to eat ice cream uh, because apparently you need more motivation to eat ice cream. Personally, I'm not a huge ice cream fan. Uh, I prefer baked goods. I will eat ice cream. Don't get me wrong. Uh, my wife bought some of that uh, half-baked from Ben & Jerry's. I, I will destroy a pint of half-baked. Just don't get me wrong on that. Uh, however, if you know if I come up to a dessert table and they're just like, oh, here's an ice cream sundae bar and here's like cakes and cookies, I'm usually going for the cakes and cookies and stuff. Uh, I, do, I do enjoy a great banana split or some bananas foster where you get that like hot fudge or that, you know, the hot bananas and cinnamon and brown sugar on the banana. Oh, oh, so good. Uh, but like I said, today is hashtag National Ice Cream Day, so it's an excuse for you to eat ice cream. Uh, I'm going to tell my wife and she'll probably eat some ice cream. I think we got a couple pints of Ben and Jerry's still in the uh, the freezer here. So, uh, so she'll be happy that it's National Ice Cream Day. My wife is a big ice cream fan. Worked at Baskin Robbins in high school. I... I was I've never been a, I will eat it, you know, if it's there, especially if it's a hot day, uh, but I, I prefer, like, cookies and cakes and stuff, and, and trust me, I have a sweet tooth, it's just, I've had one since I was a kid, my family owned a candy store, that was dangerous, good lord, I don't know how I was, uh, how I wasn't an overweight teenager, I think my only saving grace was, was 
was being an athlete that was able to burn off all that sugar. But man, that sweet tooth never, I always had it and still hasn't gone away to this day. Uh, now, of course, you got to be careful with things like hashtag National Ice Cream Day, especially if you want to utilize it for some marketing for your own brand, your own company, whatever it might be. Uh, now, specifically, I found an example of of the way not to do it, uh, and that's a hashtag that's trending right now on the social platforms. It's hashtag Sensodyne Sunday, not Sunday like Common Sense Sunday, uh, Sunday like the ice cream Sunday. Uh, Sensodyne Sunday. If you're not familiar with Sensodyne, it is toothpaste. It is toothpaste. It's actually very good toothpaste. Uh, I use Sensodyne. I've, I've, I have sensitive teeth, and I enjoy Sensodyne. However, my first thought when I saw this hashtag, hashtag Sensodyne Sunday, uh, was somebody was making a Sunday out of toothpaste, which is utterly disgusting. Uh, however, this is actually some kind of contest where Sensodyne was sending ice cream Sunday kits like out to customers or whatever uh, to, to enjoy for National Ice Cream Day. But like I said, here's an example where that marketing team probably should have thought a little bit more on the hashtag they were going to use. I'm sure I'm not the only one that had the thought of, oh my God, people are making ice cream sundaes out of toothpaste. Toothpaste sundaes. No, thank you. Uh, now, so you can go enjoy the hilarity with that one because it's just, it's funny because people were sharing it. They're like, well, thank you, Sensodyne, for sending me this ice cream Sunday kit. And then people were like, what the hell is Sensodyne Sunday? Yeah. Oh, man. Oh, man. All right. More digital trends. Chris Wallace is trending on digital platforms right now. If you're not familiar with Chris Wallace, he is a Fox News anchor. Uh, we don't get super in-depth on politics here. We use common sense uh, to unpack any political stories or political leaning things. Uh, so, but if you're not familiar with Chris Wallace, he he is kind of, it, for lack of a better phrase, he was one of the better Fox News hosts uh, who had a little, has had, uh, you know, had in the past and has now a little more common sense. He's actually trending on social platforms right now because he called the Orange Menace out on some of his lies in an interview. Uh, now, I don't want to get into the specific lies, but I will tell you, if you have not seen this, go check it out. Because we, we are truly looking at a child uh, who, who's, who's being told they're wrong and, and refuses to accept the fact that they are, are actually wrong. So go watch the interview because it, it's, it's a petulant child sitting there across from Quist Wallace. Uh, and the thing is, I'm not going to convince anyone otherwise. You know, In fact, we're going to talk a little bit about that in mental health this week. So... I'm, I'm not. This is really just for an understanding it, and more of a justification for anyone out there who's like, maybe I'm I'm a little harsh on the Orange Menace. You're not. You're absolutely not too harsh on the Orange Menace. We live in a ridiculous world right now uh, with everything that's happening, and and Chris Wallace is calling him out on it. I encourage you to go check out this clip if you haven't seen it. Oh, uh, thanks, Paul. We got John Ford on the live feed as well as Paul Smith of Zombie Teeth Clothing. Thank you. This is one of my favorite interrupter shirt. I'm wearing my. Uh, my uh, animated band interrupter shirt today. It, it's 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 definitely one of my favorites. I enjoy it. I have too many interrupt too many interrupters shirts actually, um, and in fact, I, I and Paul, you'll appreciate this. I I was going back and forth and didn't do an actual count, but I was going back and forth with my my sister Laura uh, the other day over text, and we were talking about T-shirts and stuff, and uh, I was like, you know, it's it's either rancid or barstool preachers that i have the most shirts of i think it's actually now the barstool preachers and uh and paul since you're on the feed th at three of those shirts three of the t-shirts and a sweatshirt all have your art on them 
I mean, so I have uh, three Barstool Preachers t-shirts uh, with with uh, zombie teeth clothing art on it. Wait, what's that one? I know it's it's really crazy, right? Jo right, John. John's uh, referencing the the interview. Uh, you have you Paul. You have shirts. I've seen your shirts, Paul. You just posted a photo of them the other day, uh, and I also have a hoodie. I, I have a problem when it comes to merch, and we're going to one of my personal favorite bands actually came out with some new merch uh, the other day, so we're going to get into that. Uh, but shout out to Chris Wallace. I hate giving a good on you to a Fox News anchor, but he did he did something good. It, it, just talking to a petulant child. Petulant child. Um, anyway. Moving on, Make America Great Again is uh, is trending on the social platforms right now, really as of this morning. And it's funny, I had to click on this one. I was like, what? What is going on? Well, and apparently the Orange Menace tweeted out in all caps sometime this morning, Make America Great Again, which is like... And usually I avoid these things because you're going to run across supporters. I, I still there's still tons of Trump supporters uh, that I've run across on on social media. I'm sure Paul, you being in the UK, you, there's tons of uh, of Boris Johnson supporters. That, and it's just like how can this possibly still be happening? But it it does. So I'm always wary to click on these kind of things. However, I was pleasantly surprised with this one because it involved uh, people calling again. Calling the Orange Menace out on on his shit here, uh, and and how he has had three and a half years to make America great again, and has not made America great at all. In fact, has set us back years, if you ask me. Uh, but at the very least, common sense shows you that that we have been set back. We have not gotten better. We have not gotten better. That that's the problem here. So, hopefully, come November, we're gonna be put on a path toward getting somewhere better. Uh, but until then, we're just we're living in this world. We're living in it, and there's there's nothing we can do at this point. All right, one other person that's trending on uh, social media right now, and I'd just like to give a big shout out. This one is a is a is a great good on you, uh, Stuart Scott. For those of you not familiar with sports, I, I have brought up Stuart Scott before uh, in the same way that I bring up Jimmy V and the Jimmy V Foundation. Stuart Scott was a a an anchor for ESPN uh, here in the U.S. Uh, unfortunately, he passed away a few years back from cancer uh, and was a huge, huge vocal voice uh, for cancer research. Uh, the reason he's trending is today would have been his 55th birthday. He passed away entirely too young from a horrible disease. Uh, he left behind, I believe, two daughters. Uh, I know he had kids uh, and a wife, obviously. Uh, so I want to take a moment to recognize the greatness of Stuart Scott. If you, even if you're not a sports fan, I encourage you to just go on YouTube and, and watch his speech uh, from the ESPYS. I am, I am blanking on the year. If if Chris was on the live feed right now, he would have the year. Just right, I guarantee off the top of his head. Uh, but just look up the Stuart Scott SB acceptance speech. Uh, and and regardless of of sports fandom, uh, it is it is it's just great living. It's great words uh, from somebody who, who knew the end was near uh, and, and was still fighting and was still not only fighting for their own life, but fighting uh, for research for other people that will have to deal with this horrible disease someday. Uh, so a huge shout out to the great Stuart Scott uh, from ESPN. From ESPN and many other great things, but he is, he is most well known uh, for being on ESPN. Uh, and for those of you that are just casual ESPN fans, he was, he was the cool one. 
back in the 90s uh, made sports center kind of cool you know throughout the more of these you know slang terms instead of being real buttoned up like a news anchor he w- he was a little more loose with everything in in a good way made it made it more fun as opposed to just just a news segment which which kind of sports center had been before that um yeah <laughs> And I just realized, Paul, if if you if you need an animated a cartoon band interrupter shirt, uh, Kings Road, do the UK site though, because it's going to cost you a thousand dollars to ship it. But Kings, it should be on the Kings Road UK site, uh, and they might still have a sale going on. Interrupters had a big sale going on with their Kings Road site uh, about a week ago. I uh, I'm not going to tell that story because I'm going to keep it to myself. But if other people that know me personally want to hear the story of my last King's Road order, uh, I will tell it to you personally. I'm not going to put it out there on the air. <laughs> but I did get myself a new interrupters hat. All right, some COVID updates. Uh, Los Angeles is setting records daily. I found myself laughing uh, just because that's all I could do. found myself laughing the other day when I got one of those. Los Angeles sets a, a, a daily record for COVID cases. And I went, yeah, it's just... Every day, we're, and I laughed, and I turned to my wife, and I was like, we set another record until tomorrow. And, and it's not me laughing because I think it's funny, it's just I don't know what else to do. You laugh or you cry, <laughs> you know, and it's so out of hand, uh, especially here in Los Angeles. It's, in California overall, uh, there, and for those of you that aren't in the U.S., it, we have hot spots all around the country right now, and uh, Los Angeles, specific, California overall, but Los Angeles specifically uh, is, is one of the hot spots in cases are just increasing, 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 increasing. And it's wild because I was actually talking to some friends uh, that live in New York yesterday. We were on a Zoom call with with multiple friends and uh, toward the end of it, you know, my wife and I asked them like, oh, how is it there? Are you guys still? And they're like, no, we're, they're getting ready to move on to phase four, but they're taking it very seriously. Uh, and I don't want to go through the phases, but you know, the reopening phases, if you're not familiar with it, uh, they're moving into that final phase. It, also taking it very seriously and saying, don't mess this up. Uh, but New York, the place that was the absolute hot spot in this country uh, back in March and April is actually coming out of it, coming out of it because they took it seriously. They locked it down. Uh, Los Angeles is, is really about a day away from getting uh, put on lockdown once again, where you got to stay home unless you're going out for like prescriptions, grocery store, uh, absolute needs. Uh, we're going to be stuck in the house, which is what I'm doing anyway. I'm in this house I've got asthma. I'm high risk. My wife has asthma. She's high risk. I'm staying staying the hell away from everybody except my wife and kid. Uh, and that's the thing. Too many people aren't taking it seriously. I'm seeing it on social media. Uh, tons of people. And and that's it. Like I said, you're not going to convince Orange Menace supporters otherwise. At this point, I don't think you're going to convince anti-mask people otherwise. You you can try to, but we're just we're just not going to convince them. As, as common sense it is, as it is, we're not going to convince them. And I see it on social media. I also see it just standing at my bay window in my house. I look out to it, and I, I live in Highland Park, which is a fairly busy area of Los Angeles. Uh, and I just I stand at my window, and I can see all the people running around without masks, interacting and stuff. And I'm not talking about families, you know, that are in the same house. And I look across the street like, oh, yeah, no, no, I'm talking. You see a car drive up, and then, and then they go in, and nobody's got masks on, and it's ridiculous. And that's the thing is we're just, we're never we're never gonna get we're never gonna get through it. We simply opened up too early. That's the problem here. Absolutely opened up too early. The United States is the worst country in the world right now when it comes to COVID. Uh, and certain areas like California, Texas, Arizona, Florida are all absolute hot spots. And I'm just here right in the middle of it, in Los Angeles. But what can you do? What did 
uh, hit me real hard today was an article's floating around right now. Uh, for those of you that are like me and live your life by going to shows and concerts and bands and everything else, uh, there there's some talk right now that, that large festivals and concerts might not be coming back until 2022. 2022. Not 2021. 2022. Uh, I am actually currently ticketed and scheduled for two uh, shows, a big festival next year in April, and then, of course, the Hell Omega Tour uh, there in July. Uh, so as of right now, I am ticketed and scheduled for two shows in 2021, and I'm actually ticketed for more shows uh, that simply haven't been rescheduled. So this is going to be interesting. The interesting side of it is it's not necessarily because we will still be in a full pandemic, uh, there is some insurance worries when it comes to these large festivals and shows and everything else. Uh, so, so it's gonna be it's gonna be something to follow. I am my mental health is is hoping to God uh, that that it's not gonna be 2022 because uh, I I can't I can't I, I it's been long enough. This is the longest I've gone without a live show in years years, uh, and, and it, it can't happen. I, I need it personally to come back. Uh, but now, of course, on the other side of that. I don't want everything to reopen. I don't want people to die so that I can go see a show. I just want people to be smart, wear masks, stay home, wash your hands, and let's get through this. Have some good news on COVID, though. We have a company uh, that has had some success with a vaccine so far. Uh, now, I'm not going to get into all the terminology and the medical stuff. I, it kind of made my head not hurt, but I was just like, okay, the, there's a reason I didn't go to medical school. I went to film school because I like cause I, science and that's that. I don't know what's happening here, but... I can tell you they've gone through their initial tests, which is like the first test on people, uh, and have had so far some success with it. Uh, so it looks like they are moving on to the next test, which is going to be the vaccine given to more people. Uh, and if that's successful, then they keep moving on on the tests. And this is actually some good news uh, for dealing with COVID. Uh, I'm not in a hurry. I don't want to go on one of those tests. But is, I told my wife the other day, I was like, as soon as they're like, this can go to everybody, I'm like, Stick it in my arm. Give it to me. Give it to me right now. And I hate needles. I'm just going to be able to give it to me. Put it in my veins because I'm, I'm ready to move out of this. And we're going to get there someday. We just all need to respect each other. We all need to be smart. And we all need to be healthy. And just use common sense. And one day, we won't be living in a pandemic until the next one comes along. <laughs> I don't even want to talk about that squirrel in Colorado. I'm just ignoring that. I'm like, nope, that, nope that's not happening. No, no. That, that didn't happen. I know what happened. I'm just ignoring it. All right, parenting. I want to talk a couple things on parenting. Uh, a couple tips. Not even really tips, because I'm always behind on certain things. Uh, and I'll, and I'll, you'll understand why as I get through this parenting segment here. Uh, watched Mary Poppins Returns last night with, with my three-year-old. Uh, she loved it. She loves Mary Poppins. Uh, and in fact, she was so funny because uh, she asked me, like two-thirds of the way through the movie, she turns to me, she goes, Daddy, are, are they going to do Step in Time? And I was like, I don't think so, honey. This is, it's a sequel, not a remake. Uh, but I will say, um, Emily Blunt, fantastic in it. I, 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 I really enjoyed it myself. I, I, I like Mary Poppins. I wouldn't say, like, I'm a huge Mary Poppins fan. I liked it as a kid, not, but I'm not like, give me the Mary Poppins. You know, there's other Disney films uh, that I enjoyed more as a kid, and even still today. Uh, I mean, don't get me wrong, Dick Van Dyke. Dick Van Dyke is an absolute treasure, and in fact, uh, I don't want to spoil it for any. I mean, Mary Poppins Returns been out for years, but everyone probably knows there is going to be a Dick Van Dyke cameo. There was a Dick Van Dyke cameo, and I'm watching it, and I turn to my wife. I was like, that, "That's not Dick Van Dyke. That is a stunt double doing this right now." And she goes, "No, no, no, no. 
that's Dick Van Dyke. She actually had looked it up, and I went, oh, my God, that dude's in his 90s. I turned around. I was like, I couldn't do that. I'm not even 40 yet. I couldn't do that. But Dick Van Dyke, national treasure. International tre- I mean, come on now. You can't, the, f- unbelievable human being, actor, singer, dancer, performer, entertainer. Uh, highly recommend if you haven't seen it. My kid loved it. Uh, but I'm still dealing with this challenge of stimulation for a three-year-old. Uh, and it's funny, I know a lot of other parents are dealing with this, and, and I had a friend from high school who had, who had, I think, tweeted or something the other day and was like, how, how parents with one kid, how are you dealing with this? Because uh, I, you know, I have my, my kids, I have two, I think he has three, he's got multiple kids, but they're entertaining each other to an extent. I was like, you know what, that's true. If, you know, if I had another kid... Um, it would be a little better. And, and I've talked to friends that are like, yeah, no, it's, it's rough right now, but we just open the back door and the, you know, multiple kids, they go out and they play and they get in the sandbox and swing set and all this other stuff. And I got a three-year-old and I, you know, it's, I can't just kick her out the door and say, Hey, go play in the yard. She's a little too young. Uh, so it's, it's keeping that entertainment and stimulation. And I realized there's a lot of stuff out there. So it's finding other activities and which you can Google these things, go to parenting sites. There's all kinds of cool, easy stuff. Uh, like definitely the ice excavating stuff is, is super easy, especially if you get like a wooden mallet, look that stuff up. But there's also these other resources available for you. Uh, what we use at my house is a koala box. And here's the thing with my house. We don't watch a lot of TV in my house. My wife and I do. When, when my kid goes to bed, uh, my wife and I usually, you know, we unwind. We have a couple shows we watch, like we watch a movie. Last night we watched Bed Knobs and Broomsticks. The two of us did, like late at night. We were like, ah, oh, just throw something on up. Oh, bed Knobs and Broomsticks. I hadn't seen that thing in 30 plus years. Uh, but my kid doesn't watch it. She watches like a half an hour of television a day, maybe like 45 minutes. And that, that's it. So constantly looking for other things. Uh, and the Koala Box is, is a great resource. It's a subscription box. Uh, you've probably seen commercials. There's another one called Little Passports. I really like the Koala Box. Uh, and, and they they actually, it, it's actually Kiwi Box is the name of the company. Uh, so they have boxes for like all the way up to 14 years old. Uh, I think some of the teen boxes have like coding stuff and and you know, activities like that. Uh, so we get a box that's specific to my kid's age. It has a book in it, has activities, craft activities, uh, and you end up doing a lot of cool stuff. So if you're a parent out there and you're, you're trying to keep your kid entertained, especially if they don't watch a ton of television, uh, you know, or even if you're limited on space, you know, maybe you're in an apartment or a townhouse, uh, look at those Kiwi boxes or the little passports. These, these are great resources uh, and fairly inexpensive especially you can catch deals on them. Uh, these are great resources to, to keep your kid entertained and educated. These are a lot of educational stuff in here as well, which is which is obviously very important, depending on your kid's age. Uh, you know, it, it, development. if they're at a, a, a serious developmental age, you definitely want to have uh, educational stuff in there. I mean, you always do, but especially at certain ages. Like, my, my kid's three, so everything. It's like letters and numbers and everything else, and obviously, uh, you know, motor fine motor skills, but... Everything revolves around uh, education. Uh, I'm going to save that, actually, because we are running a little short on time. That's funny. I'm just I'm saving a parenting story for two weeks in a row now. This happens sometimes. I, I, I have to go back in my notebook a lot of times uh, and, and, <laughs> and realize, like, oh, yeah, I never talked about that. I can use that now when I'm, you know, hurting for content, which is it's kind of what's happening now because, there's, you know, there's not a lot of entertainment news and film news, you know, that kind of stuff, which which is a lot of my bread and butter. I, digital trends, yeah, but when it came to Go Tell It to the Wall, entertainment news and tech news was, was huge. Uh, not a lot of that going on right now because, you know, pandemic and all. All right, mental health. I want to talk briefly about this. 
Uh, and then we're actually probably going to talk about this in, more in depth uh, in Mental Health Monday. So make sure you check that out uh, on the YouTube channel. I've seen this a lot. I mean, this this is nothing new, especially since 2016. But I, over the past couple days, I, I saw just a ton of this. Uh, and, and a lot of it involves hypocrisy. I don't even necessarily want to unpack that. Uh, I just want to talk about, from a mental health standpoint, arguing with others online. I mentioned it earlier in the episode. Chances are you're not going to change someone's mind. At this point, if somebody is supporting the Orange Menace and wants him to be reelected in November, there is nothing. There's absolutely nothing you can do to convince them otherwise. There's, there's nothing. Because if all the stuff that guy has done to this point hasn't gotten them to realize that he is a bad, bad, bad human being, it's never going to change. So when it comes to your mental health, you need to at least partly know that. At least keep that in the back of your mind. Maybe you do want to say your piece, but don't get into any kind of back and forth. It is literally like talking to a wall. I know that real well because that's what I do. I go yell things at a wall. It is like talking to a wall when you're talking to supporters like this. Anti-mask people, talking to a wall. COVID is a hoax people, talking to a wall. You're not going to convince them to wear a mask, especially not in an online forum. And I get it. People want to say their piece. People want to be heard, and you should be heard, but not at the cost of your mental health. It should never cost your mental health, especially when you're most likely not going to convince someone otherwise. That's the important thing to remember. Scroll along. Scroll along. But do choose those battles wisely. You can use facts at times, but just don't let it eat you up. Don't let it get to that point where all you're doing is trying to convince someone otherwise, knowing in the back of your mind that it's not going to happen. It's just not going to happen. So take care of yourselves. Because that can be taxing. It's taxing for me just reading it. And I don't even interact a lot of times. I see stuff and I'm like, good lord. Like, whoa. I've seen that there's a video floating around. Uh, two guys went to Huntington Beach. And for those of you that aren't from California, and you think like, oh, California's great. It's so liberal and all this other stuff and progressive and all this other stuff. Yeah, go to Orange County. It's another freaking country. Huntington Beach, these guys went out and tried to give away free masks. People cursed at them, wanted to fight with them, and all this other stuff. Southern California. Not going to convince them otherwise. Choose those battles wisely and take care of your, your, yourself mentally. Because it's not worth you breaking down to then not actually even make any kind of a difference when it comes to discussing things with people. Not worth it. Not worth it. All right, let's, let's, let's uh, get through some entertainment news here. Uh, I mentioned Palm Springs on the last episode. Watched it last weekend, actually. Uh, fantastic. If you have Hulu, uh, watch Palm Springs. It is, it is great. It is so much fun. It is, it's also one of these things where you're entertained, but you're not, you're not getting taxed, like keeping track of things throughout the film. It's just, it's a fun dialogue, character driven film. If you have Hulu, watch Palm Springs. If you don't have Hulu, don't go to someone's house with Hulu because you should be staying at your own damn house, but find a way to watch it. It is fantastic. Get Hulu. Get a, get the free trial or whatever. They have packages now. You can get Hulu, Hulu, ESPN Plus, and Disney Plus like all together. I think it's fairly inexpensive. Uh, I don't do that. We I did 
I mentioned this like a year ago on, on Go Tell It to the Wall. Uh, my wife and I paid like three years in advance for Disney Plus because it ended up coming out to like $3 a month. Uh, so just like, here, take the money. I got a kid at home. Uh, and sure enough, I was able to, like, able to watch Bed Knobs and Broomsticks. Uh, and we are getting dangerously close. We're going to talk more about this uh, as we get closer, but we are getting dangerously close to the Muppets series on Disney+. And uh, you know that I will be watching that, all of it, in my eyeballs as soon as it comes out. Uh, because for those of you that don't know, I am a bit of a Muppets fan. I am a bit of a Jim Henson fan. Half of this studio is full of Jim Henson and Muppet things. Got a fraggle up there. Got an animal there. There's another animal. There's a Dr. Teeth. There's, oh man, so many... And all the stuff back here that's not even on the camera. So much of it. Looking forward to that. And if you haven't seen the uh, the promo they did for that one, check it out. You you can find it on YouTube or really any of those uh, any of those platforms. I'm sure. Just Google it. It'll come up. It's not not something you have to pay to see. It's just a promo for the show. <laughs> all right, sports back and more coming. We do have sports coming back. MLS. I mentioned one of the games last weekend was canceled. I mentioned that last episode. Uh, MLS is actually still playing. They're in their little bubble. Not going to get into details on that. That's Major League Soccer. Uh, and we are getting closer and closer to basketball and hockey coming back. I think we uh, basketball, I believe, is the 31st. Uh, hockey's right around that time. They're still ironing out some wrinkles. And baseball uh, right around that same time. A couple interesting things, though. Uh, even for those of you that aren't sports fans necessarily, uh, the, the, there is a baseball team, Major League Baseball team in Toronto, the Toronto Blue Jays. Uh, the Canadian government actually told them they cannot play at their stadium. Uh, and the reason being that uh, in baseball, they are actually still they're traveling. They're planning to have teams travel to stadiums. No fans in the stadiums in the ballparks, uh, but they're planning to have people travel. And Canada said, nope, you're not going to have a bunch of uh, Major League Baseball teams travel uh, to Canada, which is interesting. And for those of you that are even casual sports fans, yes, there is a basketball team in Canada uh, from Toronto, the Toronto Raptors, the, the reigning uh, NBA champions right now. Uh, but the reason that they're, they're actually playing in the NBA, but the reason is they went down to Florida to play in this bubble. And then, of course, there are multiple uh, NHL teams that reside in Canada. Uh, but fortunately for those teams, actually... All of the NHL teams, uh, they're playing at two sites in Canada. So they're going to be bubbled up there in Canada. Uh, it's really MLB that's that's going a little too ridiculous with this and, and trying to get all these moving parts working. So it sounds like Toronto Blue Jays will, will likely play in a different place uh, here in the U.S., uh, but we'll see. Personally, I said it last week, and I will say it again. Uh, I, I don't, I don't see any of these sports finishing. I don't, I, I'm, I'm surprised. I will be surprised if they even really get started. MLS got started. Uh, I, I don't see any of them finishing, especially baseball, uh, who are not doing this bubble environment or the NFL football, uh, who are not doing any kind of bubble environment. They're just like, do, 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 do. We're going to play football this season. It's like, are you, are you sure about that guys? Cause, uh, I don't know if you are not sure that you are. All right. Uh, yeah, they're not going to finish. I feel like that was a lot of sports. A lot of sports this week. But it's always socially relevant when we talk sports. And this is, it's interesting that these sport major, you know, billion dollar industries trying to get off the ground in the middle of a pandemic. It's, it's, it's actually quite fascinating. I've even been talking to my wife, who, my wife is not a sports fan, and she's just been like, wow, what, what are, how are they going to do that? You know, stuff like that. It's just interesting. Uh, like I said, uh, new unwritten law merch. We were talking about some merch at the top of the, the, uh, the episode here. 
Uh, new Unwritten Law merch is available. They finally launched their new merch site. I knew it had to be coming because they were they were planning on touring. So like they sh- they should be on tour right now in Australia. I was supposed to see them back in May, uh, down there in San Diego. So, so you knew you knew new merch was coming. Uh, they finally launched this site. Uh, it, there's stuff available on there. You're gonna find some t-shirts, hats, shorts. They made some shorts because shorts and sweatpants are a thing the bands are doing. I'm a I'm a merch sucker, uh, and of course. They made a mask, so I went ahead and ordered a mask, and I'm just waiting for a zip hoodie to pop up on the site. In fact, I was going back and forth with whoever's running the Unwritten Law social media account yesterday, and I was like, zip hoodies, and they're like, it's summer, and I was like, I don't care. (laughs) Sitting inside anyway, just crank the air conditioning. (laughs) I like my zip hoodies. I have too many of them. Too many band zip hoodies. Uh, And and hopefully new music from Unwritten Law soon. I got to imagine that's coming soon. it's, It's... we're supposed to have it. It's like it's been coming soon for about a year now from from Unwritten Law, uh, and of course, the pandemic changes a lot of things. But come on, guys, well, let's get some new music out there. All right, and w- uh, another thing I want to mention: I've been failing to promote other broadcasters and artists and everything else. Uh, you know, I, I've I, I feel like when we started Common Sense Sundays, I I had a few, uh, but I want to take a moment to recommend, and we're gonna do this every episode. Uh, other podcasts, other artists, and and stuff to you. And I have mentioned him before. Uh, that would be Zombie Teeth Clothing. Uh, he's an artist, Paul Smith, uh, who is also a a friend of mine. Uh, so I've mentioned the Threadless site. We've literally had the sh- one of his shirts and masks on here. Uh, but I also want to take a moment to to mention there is a Zombie Teeth. Uh, podcast, if you're interested, where Paul interviews uh, musicians from around the world. Uh, specifically, he's gotten two and a half of the Barstool Preachers, and I say, the only reason I say half uh, is because he had uh, he has interviewed someone who filled in for the the Barstool Preachers on one of their more more recent tours, uh, who's not actually a permanent member but has played with the Barstool Preachers. And if you know this podcast and you know me, I have an obsession with the Barstool Preachers. They are now I'm I'm going to do a count today. I think I think I think my Preachers shirts now outnumber my Rancid shirts. So we'll, we'll I'll have to do a count. I'll get back to everyone on the next episode. Uh, but make sure you check out Zombie Teeth podcast. Uh, it's available on Spotify. Uh, it's pro- it's on other platforms. I, I use Spotify. I, I know it's on there, but you like podcasts just pop up everywhere. Stitcher and all this stuff. I'm sure he's got it everywhere. Uh, and then follow uh, Zombie Teeth on Instagram. It's going to keep you updated on anything. Uh, hey, see, that's Paul. Uh, going to keep you updated on new episodes. I'm a couple episodes behind, Paul, uh, but I got to catch up. It's just the problem is when <laughs> I got a three-year-old running around, I start trying to listen to a podcast and like, ah, it's a thing, and she's climbing walls and everything else, you know, it's just part of it. Uh, and, and get some designs uh, from, from Zombie Teeth Clothing, which is fantastic. Uh, I forgot, to, I meant to message you, Paul, I love that, the new, uh, the wear, <laughs> wear the mask design. I'm, I'm probably picking up one of those shirts. Just like, ah, give me all the Zombie Teeth shirts. All right, on that note, we went way over time today. Genuinely thought it was going to be a shorter episode. Uh, please make sure you are keeping up with us, keeping up with us on Facebook, Facebook.com/slash. Go tell it to the wall. Uh, I know. I'm going to get on it, Paul. I'm catching up on the podcast. Paul's giving me a hard time for not being caught up on the podcast. Uh, Facebook.com/slash. Go tell it to the wall. Uh, of course, YouTube, head over to YouTube, search, go tell us the wall, subscribe to our channel. Most importantly would be SeanO'RourkeLive.com. Bookmark that one, check back often. Uh, and also make sure you're subscribed 
to the actual podcast. If you're if you're just streaming it, uh, clicking the little subscribe actually helps our numbers overall. Even if you're streaming it, streaming it helps the numbers, but having uh, additional subscribers uh, also helps the numbers. So make sure you subscribe on your favorite podcast uh your, your favorite podcast platform, whatever that might be. I use Google Play Music and Spotify, but there's so many of them out there. Uh, so use whatever you're most comfortable with. Just make sure you subscribe. You know, it's important. And follow my own personal Instagram account. I like to throw that out there once in a while. So Cal Sean, that's right. Lots of kid and, and concert photos uh, up there. All right, that's going to do it for episode 10 of Common Sense Sundays with Go Tell It to the Wall. Uh, I am, of course, your absolute favorite podcast host, the one and only Sean O'Rourke. We will be back next week, same wall place, same wall time. And until then, remember, wall fans, common sensors, podcast consumers, no matter what you do, no matter who you're with, no matter where you go, and especially no matter why you are doing it, always, always use common sense. <laughs>